Hello everyone, welcome to Hali Hallyu, the show where we give love for all things K-pop, K-dramas, and K-variety while attempting to come out as better fans. I'm Hart, and I'm joined by my co-host Chrissy. So, this is the finale for season one of our relaunched podcast. Uh, we used to do this live streaming on our Facebook page. It has been a crazy ride so far for the past few months. Uh, coming up with the content for this podcast. We hope that you guys enjoyed our thoughts, our crazy ideas, and the guests that we had over for this season. Uh, for our finale, we are reviewing Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Uh, featuring Kim Seon Ho and Shin Mina, which is streaming on Netflix. So do enjoy our review. Of course, spoilers ahead uh, for the veterans here. And we will catch you in the next season. We'll just rest up a bit for the holidays and think of new ideas for the upcoming season. So do enjoy this episode. I think we're preparing a list of our top 2021 dramas. Probably we'll release it um, sometime next year in January when we've also finished watching uh, dramas that have that will be released in December. So take care, everyone. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy this episode. Annyeong. Okay, so this will be a review and critique, highlighting critique, <laughs> for Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, starring Shin Mina and Kim Seon Ho, probably the one drama that people have been hyping up for the past, I don't know, season? So it's been two, three months since. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and if you have not yet watched this drama what are you doing here go watch it first <laughs> spoilers into, spoilers if you're into these kind of seaside comforting dramas another heating drama here and this is your last warning spoilers ahead no so, turning back yes so Chrissy um, when we were talking behind the scenes you mentioned that it's alright, but it's a good starting drama, but yeah. it's not your cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, like we, like I've said, I mean, I usually give it like four episodes before I decide if I'll drop it or not, and it's usually gonna be like the the writing, and yeah. I got a little um confused. In the first two episodes, that's why I gave it four, uh, two more episodes to see. And after a while, I go, okay, still a little wonky, but I will continue anyway just because everyone else is watching and we are surrounded by people who do not want to talk about it with people who do not watch Ooh. it because of spoilers for whatever reason. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine. So I continued. I mostly sped watched a lot of it because there are other likable yeah, dramas yeah. at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, but I watched it. Um I think my problem in the for within the first two four episodes, there was no like like story hook that got me to like stay on it. But one that, that compelled me to continue watching it. For me organically it, anyway. It would have taken me like two to three episodes. Uh, I think we talked about this in a previous episode yeah. of the podcast. Your, your drop is a lot shorter than mine. Yes. Sometimes it would just take me one episode before I decide, oh, is it good or not? Uh, this one, I watched it with my girlfriend. That's why... Uh, and, and she enjoys... She enjoys 
<laughs> uh, she enjoys melodramas and rom-coms. Yeah, she does. She does. Uh, yeah, it's her cup of. It's more of her cup of tea. I think and she liked this way more than the both of us. <laughs> if I remember. I agree correctly. so I think much. She liked this way more than the two of us. <laughs> she likes the. She liked the um. The setting. She liked the side stories and her. I mean, Shidmina Hyajin, her character, and how mm-hmm. she expresses her love for Dushik, uh, Kim Sun Ho's character. Uh, it was more also how their fates are aligned. For me, uh, I, I, I was. Okay, I admit I was hooked because of Dushik's past. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Chief Hong is this guy who helps everyone and is Mr. Defendable. But mm-hmm. it is um, it is nearly impossible to find such a quote-unquote perfect guy. And there's there must have been something that happened. And later on, I think it was in episodes 5 and 6, we realized that he goes through depression. He goes, uh, he goes to the doctor to help with his mental health, and he's going through a lot of different things, especially in his past. And from there, I I stuck around with the drama. Apart from the fact that she wanted to watch it, okay. Um, <laughs> and I was happily rewarded with the with what happened in Dushik's story. Okay. Mm, oh. <laughs> yeah. My turn. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, yep, with, yep, yep. well with yeah. Hong. Sorry. What? What? How do you? How Hong is he Shi- called? He's the chief. No, no, no. Chief Hong. There. Chief Hong. Well, like with Chief Hong, I guess. Okay. At this point, I had I have already watched most of what he's done. Most of what uh, Mr. Kang has done previously. So, and I mean, I've been watching him, guys, before start before startup, like. Uh, two cops, catch the ghost, hundred days, my prince, the good manager. I mean, and a lot of those were like very um physical comedy, Waikiki, right? Hard yeah, he was in Waikiki too before Kim Jong Kim Jong One. Yeah, after. Oh my gosh, I'm starting to forget this for the names. After, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He, after, after. So he was. So he. So I liked like his good balance of um physical comedy and seriousness okay and i saw a lot and i was super happy when he did ilba e because i thought it would be a good way to like really showcase all of his like comedic it's kim jong-un the mr queen the king there you go yeah there you go so i was super like um I was super in. I super liked how his acting was already before. With startup, I liked his acting, but then I realized, oh, there's no. This is very serious. <laughs> this is like serious mm. him. So I'm like, okay, and I guess it appealed to everyone a lot more, <laughs> considering how long he's been acting. That's a, that's a strange part too, because he's a veteran. Right? He's a veteran. I mean, he's my age. He's my age. We're yeah. the same age. So see, he's like, he's, I first watched him in like The Good Manager. That was like 2016. That's when I really started like going into the deep hole of K-dramas. So I was pretty, so I, I already knew who he was. I was like, okay, if I see the drama, I'll see the write-up. Okay, I'll watch it. And I've usually watched most of what he does. So startup comes to go, oh, boom. And I was like, why is people only getting into him now? I'm like, oh, I hope he does something more physical comedy because people will really like him. But then when he did, what's this? Hometown, hometown Cha Cha. I was like, there wasn't as much as before. I think it's I mean, a rebranding by his company. Yeah, they want bit. him to change more into this yeah. ideal boyfriend kind of figure. Yeah, which was really sad. Thing. Which is really sad because he had already been doing Ilbe for like how many months? Like I think almost a year by the time by the time startup came. And even before then he was like living up to that whole variety content uh, image of his where he was like um willing to like throw his image, do whatever, get messy, have fun, make faces. And then after startup, there was actually an episode they went, My my agency wants me to be more careful about my face. 
And they go, really? Why? <laughs> I like that you they do this. They change it. They change everything I about them. I like that you do this. Yes, I was so sad. So hometown chacha, I mean, I couldn't help it, I guess. After that, I was like, oh, I'm, I miss I miss the funny faces. I mean, if if Nam Jung Gin can do it, he can do it too. That's the, that's the interesting thing. Like, we're going off tangent here, but it's kind of related to Kim Seon Ho's trajectory as an actor and entertainer because let's face it hometown cha-cha-cha is more like a uh what do you call this a showcase of who he is as an actor and his it's 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 a continuation of his character progression in startup because there yeah, are so many why. parallels to his character exactly so it's so actually parallels. Felt- that's why I had a hard time watching like just his character on start on hometown Cha Cha. I mean, I loved like the like what you said the the development of the character. He's seeing his depression, the backstory, all of that stuff. I really liked that. But the problem was I couldn't let go of the fact that it's exactly almost like his startup character, but he gets the girl finally in this one. Yeah, exactly. So it was so hard for me because I was like. His past roles, they were all completely different from each other. But there was still a little bit of him in there, right? Like, the physical comedy was there. He can be, like, um, the best sidekick, the best lead, the best like this. Kawawa, you want to pity him or oh, you yes, want to pity like, him? There's another parallel with his character in Start Up and here in Cha Cha Cha. He, bo- he doesn't have parents. Yes. He's an orphan. And he had to go through so much in life to overcome uh his his uh his uh dark past also yeah, yeah, here it, it, and yeah to add further to the uh to his continuation as a character he loses multiple loved ones here in uh cha 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 he he not only lost his parents his, he lost his grandfather and he even lost his hyung oh, which led him to uh, which led him down the spiral of depression so i don't know i don't know if this is really what people wanted to see or i mean i guess it worked because it's so popular i i think the, the popularity really stems from like seeing good boy finally get the girl um i i'm i was i'm very scared because he might be a little bit typecasted this way like always the good yeah. boy yeah and i'm like but he's not always the good boy. I mean, I liked him he in Catch the Ghost. He can do something else. Yeah, yeah, I liked him in Catch the Ghost. That was like the... I remember watching him and then he was put on Ilba E. And that's when I really started to notice him even more. And I rewatched Catch the Ghost. I liked his acting in Catch the Ghost. I was like, dude, he's good. Like, he can be convincingly like... like not. It wasn't even like a good boy image per se, but... Like the leadership, he can be the goofy that. kind of yeah, good guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't I, always have to be prim and proper. You know, that's actually what I miss a lot from Korean dramas. Now I think that's why I'm getting a little disappointed when we do reviews. I miss the goofy characters. I mean, mm. I get you want Opal leads and new and you want the perfect ideal boyfriend. Yeah, you want yeah. the perfect ideal guys. But I mean, come on, don't forget about <laughs> the goofy about the goofy guy and girl, the ones who are like off off the cuff. I mean, or unconventional, yes. the kind of people. I think we're gonna lose half of our audience now because they only, <laughs> they only, they only want the opas and they want to aspire to the nunas. Only. I mean, I mean, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> I really am. I am all for it. But I mean, I get. But you know me. I like my my dramas to be to have like a realistic tone to it. And I'm like, not all guys are perfect like that, or have. I'm or sorry, guys. Have like that. I'm have sorry. like that heavy. We're sorry. Story find them like what's wrong with like a normal person <laughs> are you seriously oh, like yes, a normal we're, we're, everyday person we're really piling it on good boy right now <laughs> because Kim Seon-ho is like the like he's the tipping point towards like, I think it doesn't why help. are we so obsessed with these kinds of men I, I think it doesn't help that so many and then and this goes back to like hometown cha-cha like his to his his like the, these character types and startup and everything, but everyone was so obsessed with like he's the perfect boy to bring home. Did you and see like, his list of licenses? Did you right? see that? Have you met anyone? He's like the yeah, perfect boy like to bring home, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, he was also the perfect boy to bring home in startup, and everyone got so upset that the girl picked the other guy. 
I'm just sitting here and I'm like, since when did we all become like, sorry, obviously from the Philippines, titas of Manila and like saying, this is who you should end up with. You get it's like, when did this happen? I think it's the demographic. We also have to look into the demographic bit. of who watch, who watch K-dramas these days. Cause I noticed that, okay. So, so we might, we might get, we really might lose the half of the audience. We already lost. We might lose another third. From that half, we still retain. Okay, so, and don't lie. We know this in the demographics. This is the demographic we're going after. So, you guys, you should realize that you're listening to yourselves. You're talk- you have to listen to yourselves. Okay, <laughs> so we notice that a lot of people who are real fans of K-drama, who are already watching it, really like series like Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, Startup, and all of these ideal boyfriend kinds of uh, lead characters. Because... That's that's the kind of guy they aspire to in spite of the difficulties and the stuff that's happening in the real world. They want yeah. to look for something that can give them hope and something that could, you know, twist or take them away from from uh, whatever insecurities or problems they have. And okay, we lost another half of the half and half of the purity. They uh, want an Instagram boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. I mean I mean, nothing against that. I totally get that. I totally get that. I just, I guess, I just feel bad for like, you know, like, Mr. Queen. He was not in any way perfect, but I was like, he was endearing. They tried, dude, in uh, Crash Landing on You, but... Yeah. But he stuck to his guts and did Mr. Queen right after, and we know, well, he was popular for a time. Uh, I loved Mr. Queen. I mean, and guys, he showed this comedic. If you tops. can find it, watch it. I mean, dude, another I recommendation, Mr. guys. Queen. Yeah, I loved Mr. Queen. I mean, and right now in like um, the King's Affection, which is currently on Netflix, um, mm. the the lead there, SF 9s Ruins character. I mean, he seems like this perfect guy, but also they have shown scenes of where he shows like his really goofy side, like his drunk ass. Forgetting what he is saying, that he is talking to someone of great importance, scenes, and I like I miss those scenes. <laughs> I miss like yeah, it's okay to to you know miss, muck it up I about miss, for a yeah. While. I miss the scenes where like the the mask falls away, and then you see like the humane, um, goofy, um, stay at home part that you wouldn't show on TV type of type of side of the character. Yes, exactly. And right? it and kind of and it doesn't always. Yeah, and yeah. with hometown chacha, like this is a good example. With for people for hometown chacha, you don't the, for the master slip away. It doesn't have to reveal this horrible, sad past background to say that, that he's not perfect. Yeah, to show that he's putting on a mask because he has this horrible weight on his shoulders. I mean, yes, I get it. There is that side of it, but there's also those other sides where, like, oh gosh, I'm so tired. Oh gosh, <laughs> I just want to like. Instead of wine, I want to like grab a bottle of soju, or I want to sit here in my PJs and just nosh on chips and dip or whatever. Or or. So you're know. saying you want to stress, eat, and drink? It's because you're frustrated by by the storytelling, and it's just no, no, it's just like the entire story no, is just serving no, Kim Seon Ho. No, no, no I, I'd like it if I could see. No, I'd like it if I could see a less perfect idea of what people are like. You get so, like, an ideal way of how people should be acting. In contrast to that, though, this is a perfect, another perfect starter drama yes, akin to, to Start Up, Crash Landing on You. Um, what are. What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Like, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. notice a trend we're trend. going for, right? Yes, I mean, there they this the yeah actually a beginner drama does is something like this. The guy is pretty almost ideal, Super but not ideal, too yeah. perfect. You get it's like there's that little bit of thing there that's keeping it from being like like poster child. Um, yeah, I mean, golden I boy know. levels. Yes. I think then a next level drama after that where you could showcase a different side of Opa would be like Strong Woman Dubongso where he is like not technically what similar to the male leads. He's more he's more on the young one side, he's more immature. 
Yeah, like. Uh, but like, it really shows in his character, though, and yeah, in Nam like, Namjoo Hyuk's character. Huh? Namjoo Hyuk Park Kyung Sik. Oh, sorry. I was Park confusing Do Bong Soon and Kim Bok Joo. See, this is a problem. The rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, but but that one also. Oh, no. Yeah, but that one. Weightlifting fairy is also a good okay, second. It's also a good like um second le- uh, next level drama. Okay, those two are good next level dramas because the leads are not in any way perfect. They're actually endearing. The lo- the more you get to know them, you get. So it's not yeah, one yeah. of those right. There's that level of immaturity there that you don't usually like seeing but it's enduring in a sense because it's a side that they show to people they're comfortable with and are relaxed around and people that they trust and then there's that other persona they show with everyone else it seems to me like they want a perfect guy who will oh a perfect guy who seems perfect all the time and then they trust him with their like sad vulnerable side when i'm like or yeah yeah right or i but, think it's possible that a lot of a lot of viewers right now they're just looking for someone to listen to talk to and it seems yeah. that this is the ideal version yeah in, in, I, in Opaland. <laughs> i guess and i don't know i mean i like namju hyuk's like character in a weightlifting fairy where where the girl could have just you know relax not think about how she looked or like I actually liked that relationship actually at the time because that was actually one of my second, my next level dramas that I watched when I started deep diving because like yeah. my first level was like Descendants of the Sun, like whatever. And then next level was definitely that, uh, Weightlifting Fairy. And I just thought, how nice is it is it would be to be in a relationship where a guy is telling me it's okay to not get dressed up and just be comfortable. To just oh, yeah. chill. Oh, yeah. Who does? Who actually laughs with me? Like you don't I have to mistake. aspire to his level. Yeah, yeah. Like, parang I can be or comfortable, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like he likes me whether I'm in slacks or not. Like whether I and he supports me and he's there for me, diba? Through high yeah. and low, right? And it's like a big cheerleader. Like they cheer each other on. I thought that was such a very adult relationship towards the end. And I like, oh, that's good. So I guess after that, I kind of liked seeing a variety of different lead guys where they don't have to be like uh, a certain way or a certain style or they kind of start looking alike. Yeah, we're like, we're like macho on the outside soft and mushy on the inside they don't have to always be like that i mean they can be super immature on the outside but like privately they could be very mature and your biggest cheerleader and supporter and backer yeah and, and you kind of mentioned already strong Dobongson, parking chic character min min we always call him min min he he has this goofy he he's he's quote unquote the ideal opa because he's rich he's handsome he's intelligent and um he can get any girl he wants but he, he's he has this quirky side to him that he's um, deep down inside he has his insecurities and and he's still a kid because he works in a video game company of all companies he can <laughs> establish as a rich chebol so um, there's that but yeah um, I, more than anything else I think the the 16 episode run of hometown cha 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 apart from excellent acting from the supporting cast I think and of course, Shimina as Hyejin, um, she also showed her acting chops more. Although I still think that Chief of Staff is one of her better roles. I loved, I loved her better in Chief of Staff. Yeah. I think that's one of. If we compare her recent roles, let's just do it to be fair, right? So, in her recent roles, I liked her more in Chief of Staff than here in Hometown Cha Cha. I guess it's the same thing. She also was known for doing very physical comedy early on, right? Nine Tail like, Domingo. Like, yes. Um, shoot. Uh, she also no, not did uh, Tomorrow with she... Venus. Well, she did Tomorrow with which is a wrong, yeah, tomorrow which is with a melodrama. Yeah. melodrama. Oh, my Venus. No, wait, an, oh, my Venus there. Like, yes, oh, my one. Venus. Like, oh, my God. She was like, she was like giving me Jin Ji Hoon feels. I was like, whoa, physical comedy, exactly, yet exactly. very serious. I was like, I love the balance of all of it. So this one, I think I was expecting a little bit more of that. But again, very, very controlled. Very much um, trying not to... Like she was Break trying to make it... Mold, yeah, so to a speak, little bit. Her... 
Yeah, or me, I think maybe that was just like how the direct the, the directions they were both getting, right? Because they know you, we know you can go all out, but I want you to control it. That seemed to be the vibe I was getting off of them. Because even the supporting, the the director who came by the PD, the PD character in hometown Shacha, I I think I've seen Isami's him in other character. Yeah, yeah, I think. He, yeah. Well, not the character, but the the actor. I think that's Isami, the actor. Yeah, Lee Sang-hee. Yeah, sorry, Lee Sang-hee. He's been in other role, been in other um dramas where he plays more uh, quirky characters. Also, so yeah, he, he was in When right? the Camellia Blooms. He was the gym yeah. teacher. Yeah, very very quirky. Right, Suits, Prisoner's Playbook. I mean, and he he can in play... Suits he actually played as the drug a uh, drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can be pretty quirky so yeah, he exactly. was very controlled here i got the sense that they got people who could do all aspects but everything was playing they tried to control it a little bit they I want guess they were to tone to, it a certain yeah, way tone it a certain way balance it a certain way but i guess for me because i've seen all of their other work it looked a little unbalanced to me because it they could have pushed it just a little bit more which also shows the versatility of these actors yeah. Because at one point they can be melodramatic and um, they can show a lot of emotion or subtleties, and at one point, and then suddenly they'll just switch into comedy. Like I also got a lot of those those parts in in the when they're talking to one another, like when Hyejin is with Mison, uh, her best friend. They're always fun together. And then my the bromance between uh, Dushik and I'm getting Sang Yi Sang Yi's name in in the series. <laughs> it's Seong Hon, Ji Seong Hon. He was the former crush of Hye Jin in college. I that was also one of the better parts of the story for me. Um, here the in, those kinds of interactions, which yeah, it, it lends to how good these these guys are. Uh, as yeah. actors, because they're so versatile. Yeah. I'm, oh, okay, I'm gonna just say it, because we I, we were not gonna say anything about weekend dramas, but Lee Sang-Yi was like... <laughs> a, no, because I also started doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Sang-Yi was in this really, really, really good weekend drama called Once Again from KBS, and mm. he played a very different character from his, um, from his role here in Hometown Cha-Cha. He was like very quirky, immature, yet stable at the same time very very park kyung sick in strong woman do bong so and weightlifting fairy that was his character it was very very good so this one was kind of um very different here he was very mm. mature very adult very put together so i was like so i loved the 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 versatility in his acting but at the same yeah. time i kind of wish oh it could have his his role as a he was a variety show pd he could have gotten a little bit more quirky there but, exactly. Yeah. He was, well, his quirk is probably like he loves to eat, and he seems to know a lot of things, and he seems absent-minded. But yeah. absent-minded in a good way because he just goes out and yeah, he's, he's an artist. He's a creative. So yeah, I wish they could have just like upped it a little bit. I yeah. guess the, the, I just got the sense now that we've been talking about it for a while. It really just looked like they tried to control the quirkiness a little bit more. Can I add something more about Seong Hyun? Okay. His his out of nowhere love line with Wang writer Nim. <laughs> Remember that? Like yeah. I was rooting for her the entire time when we suddenly realized that wait a minute, hold up a minute. She likes him? Out of nowhere? And then I can get onto this. This is going to be my love line for the story. I don't care about the main couple anymore. I don't care about this love triangle. I don't care about Dushik versus Seonghyun. This is it. This is what I'm looking for. I want the end game. <laughs> you know what? It was so weird because this is one of those dramas because we have because lately there's there's been this whole give the second leads a guy a girl already yes. or a guy give them give yes. them a significant other already so like no matter how hard you try to like throw that love triangle 
trope thing in there whenever it's you beca- do it became a like square that. now though <laughs> no, well basically whenever you try to do those types of tropes in there yeah, yeah when the end game is already the guy is fine the guy or girl is finally gonna get the guy or the girl right so they're finally gonna get a significant other it's like such a weird why are you doing this it's why are you forcing it yeah it's it's like a non-issue that you're trying to make into an issue we know that they're going to end up together at the end why are you doing this so i mean that was one of my things and nevertheless i'm like why are we suddenly throwing this in this this guy from her past who was her was his first love and everything i was like yes Okay, that just made the the story really confusing. It helped with like her character development, but other than that, if they had if he had stayed on for only one episode for character development purposes, it would have worked. But because he stayed on all the way to the last episode as a possibility for her, I was like, but it was. I think was it really a serious love triangle? Did if I I assume yeah, since you stated already, I don't think it was. It really was for you, but for me, I really thought that Seonghyun. Well, I, we, it's it's them. It's Hyejin and Dushik. Seonghyun, I thought, would have fought for her, but he was just being very respectful in the end. <laughs> like, oh, I, I lost again, and then he just <laughs> goes on this food-related. Depression, like he doesn't want to eat anymore. Uh-huh. Well, He's well, all remember, over the place in the production. Yeah. Well, also, just to be fair, because I try and not look at it with like an, the eyes of someone who watches way too many dramas, because I tend to do that a lot. I try to rely a little bit more on like what the press releases are saying from like Sompi mm-hmm. about like spoilers. Here is a still from the upcoming episode. Blah 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 blah. And then you you read out what the the production team is trying to convey in the still and the stills right so i'm trying yeah. to look at it from that sense and what they're trying to convey you get so if it's if they say there's going to be there might be some kind of like hitch of a love triangle going on then i'm going to like okay i will follow that that hint and i will treat it like that even though it seems like a non-useless thing to point out but okay um, I really I think it's just for added drama these days. Yeah, I think... Un- especially this one. Yeah, but I think it's like an unneeded... Drama Super. point. So, Unbelievably so, so, which, which useless. Actually gets, which actually gets me more frustrated. Because I'm like, use him well if you're gonna really use him. Sayang! Yeah, it's not... And, well, okay... To his defense, he is a he's a variety show PD name that brought in the this weird ass named K K pop boy group. Is it <laughs> DDoS? DOS, I, I think that's one. That one, and he, they were they were filming this variety show where they just live the normal the quote unquote normal seaside small town life, and that gets Basically all. Like- it basically looked like three meals a day. He was trying exactly. to do three meals. <laughs> and that does, that's ironic because Kim Seon Ho is here. Which leads to the entire town getting involved because of, of this variety show. And well, the, the entire town, all the characters, uh, they were always they have they have always been involved in the story. Like you have many different storylines. You had the pregnant woman and Bora's mom. Bora's parents basically, and they're trying to navigate um, having a second child because yeah. the the mom married so young, right? Yeah. Um, you also had the another love triangle, so to speak, the Hua Jong, Yong Gok, and Che Hui, the the school teacher. Like mm-hmm. they had a thing going, and then they were just arguing once with each other, and that led to the divorce. With Hua Jong and Yongguk. Mm-hmm. You also had Nam Suk, who we lovingly call Marites. Because Marites, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, Marites is like, um, it's a Filipino term for well, well, gossip. The ones, well, the ones who Rumor really talked really talk about it and watched it, yeah. Me, I'm just like, yes. okay, whatever. <laughs> and you also have the cop, Yon Chol, who has a love line. With with Mison, 
mm-hmm. uh, Hyejin's assistant and best friend. So most of the time we they de- we delve into um all of their backstories and it turned out that each episode was okay whose problem are we gonna solve and then it, it so happens that tushik and hyajin are in the center of it yeah. we haven't even talked about the grannies yeah. and then also yeah. the stories I, I think yeah going back to the whole weekend drama thing this is like having mm. them try to solve the individual problems of all the side characters that's actually a very typical thing that they do in weekend dramas or weekday dramas. Like, they spend a good enough of time finding out the backstories of these characters and then helping them solve it. And then they're there and they're very good in helping the main storyline, which helps and works because there's so many episodes and so much time to work on it. It doesn't work on, like, a 16-episode timeline. It's like you're trying to crunch... Yeah, I think if they had, like, focused on just a few... Of the side stories of the of the supporting cast, it would have worked. They could have balanced that out, but because every episode you're like, okay, whose problem's getting fixed now? When will they get to fix their problem? The main characters, <laughs> right? So I was like, I get that he fixes everything, but you don't need to like push the idea at us anymore. That that image that he that these two people fix the problems of everyone else. We get that. We've gotten that from episode three already. You don't and need then, to push it anymore. Eventually, the director, I think the director and writers figured out, hey, wait a minute, when are we going to fix Dushik's problem? And then they dedicated the last two episodes to fix his. Yes, I would have liked it if they had like... So, yeah, okay. I think, yeah, I think this is why it, it was. I kept comparing it to like all these other weekend dramas. Sorry, guys. The, that Heart Never Watches. That actually um, touched on... That time for that. Yeah, that actually touch on these types of tropes, solving all of the side, all of the problems of the side cast, figuring out like this huge backstory that impacted the main characters. Those are very typical of fifty episode, one hundred episode dramas because there's so much time to develop and devote yep, um, yep. writing and time and character development into into those series. But for sixteen episodes, it's way too short. So it it felt like they were trying to compact like a potentially really good weekend drama into like a 16 episode primetime show like if they had pushed pulled this out into like a 50 episode drama like once again or uh, my golden life or homemade love story throwing out names that heart has never heard of they would I have did been see, like <laughs> I heard my golden life i think parts of it because of the and, actor. I think he's here soon. Um, he's, in, he's in the yeah. drama. Yeah. And, yeah. So there are all of these um, dramas where they do that already. If they had stretched it out to one of those, maybe mm, yeah. cut cost. If not gotten the, the, the two lead, main leads they had gotten and just like stretched it out to a 50-episode weekend, it would have worked. I think this would have worked better on like a... KBS or SBS or NBC because it's 50 episodes yeah yeah because TVN this is it for those who don't know who watched it on Netflix around the world um t- this is actually shown um in Korea on a cable network show so production values are a lot bigger budgets are a lot higher but they never do long term long-term weekend or weekday dramas they never do that they focus on even season two if yes, you want to tell a longer story. Yes. If they want to do it, they do They do multiple seasons in, TV, in cable network because they have the budget and the time to devote to that. Um, because they control their schedule. They don't have to answer to as many people. They control this, the, their TV schedule. Um, yeah, I would have been like, if they had done this instead on like one of the local public channels where they do it pretty often enough, they could have. This show actually could have been a potential to compete against the KBS um, weekend drama because they dominate right now in, in weekend dramas. They do. They're, they do really good weekend dramas now. So it could have definitely combated that. Actually, there's a Korean drama now. I think it's on KBS. I've been watching it. Wait, let me check. I think it's KBS. Um, yeah, A Gentleman and a Young Lady. Oh, my God. Mention controversial, the show. It's a weekend drama. I'm liking it okay, but if Hometown Chacha had been shown at the same time as this, competing with it as a weekend drama, Hometown Chacha would have beat it for like a 50-episode exactly. drama. 
True. Right? If they had done it that way, and then, because to let you guys know, if I say it's 50 episodes, it's really 100 episodes because they break everything up into 30-minute acts. So you basically get four 30-minute episodes a weekend. And they break it up that way. So it's easier to consume, actually, if you want a binge. Because most like most drama, most shows, most places like VU, they'll break it up into the 30 minutes. They won't compile it into like the one hours. So it's easier to, to ingest. Anyway, I, I digress. It would have been <laughs> so much better for them to like um, compete because they could have mm. solved so many of the side story issues they could have introduced the love triangle a little bit better like they do in weekend dramas they could have like thrown in like huge chunks of like this is what happened in chief hong's past and you wouldn't have had to have like this like mini binge series at the end of the whole drama trying to figure out what happened to him pala the whole time it's, it's I mean, kind of like a malaise of recent big budget high profile yeah. K dramas they just stuff so much yeah, they try to stuff the so start, much. Then much in the end, just to end everything. Because oh wait, we have so many plot points we have to figure out. Yes, and they I just mean, leave one or two episodes. Yeah, I've been very. I mean, in general, I've been like, you guys try to jam so much into it. I mean, like, you don't need to. Like Jiri San, I think they're trying to jam a little. Jiri San, right now, they're jamming a little bit too much, but it's still just enough. Now we are breaking up. I'm, I'm still seeing, I'm still trying to see if, how the balance is there. Um, but right now, I've been watching um, Red Cuff Sleeve on NBC, mm-hmm. which is historical, based on actual people. I've been, I was pleasantly surprised. And the balance there is actually very good. Like, I'm pleasantly surprised. It's pretty straightforward. You know right away what's going on. And I'm liking it because it's like, it's like intense, but very simple. Yeah. It's because lately, because of maybe because of the lockdown, because of Netflix and everything, everything's been like high octane so much. And I'm like, I wanted a yeah, little bit more. The trend that we've seen in the past few uh, months, it, it's yeah. still going on. There's so much yeah. high action, budget. Yeah. Dramas. So um, much compacting, right? I wish they could yes. have they could have made it instead of 16 episodes extended, like what they did with. Com- like what they are doing with Camellia Blooms or other dramas. Like, I mean, I really have to say to writers, guys, you don't have to stick to 16 episodes if it's a type of drama that you should maybe expand it a little bit more. If you can pull it off, you should. Because like King's Affection, I think, is 20 episodes, not 16. There are certain dramas where they will go past the six, the usual 16 it's mark. I think 24? Yeah, if some dramas mistaken? are 24. Yeah. I mean, in general, a primetime drama can go from 16 to 24 episodes on average, just depending on the writing, the storyline, and yeah. how much they want to like balance everything out. And it's and honestly, TVN, you control your own schedule. You control the production schedule for everything to, there. There's no reason to, to not extend it. In contrast to that, though, you also had, you also have Yumi Cells, which has two seasons, but fourteen <laughs> episodes each. So it's like a hell, there are so many ways in to produce a series of this magnitude or of this budget. Yes, um, there was so much potential for hometown Chata. So much. This is guys. We're just we just love we just like dramas that are well paced and well produced. But yes. Obviously, especially, hometown cha-cha-cha mark. Especially for people like, and I'll say it, for special for people like my partner here, Hart, and his girlfriend, and all of, and most of our friends actually in general who binge, mm. the pacing is so important. Super important. Super important for bingers who wait, who like to wait until it finishes to watch it all in one go. For people like me, you can tell right off the bat that, oh, there's something wrong with the pacing. So you tend to drop it, right? Like me. But for people like hard to wait until the end. I shall it's... make my King Go-On once only reference. If I... King Go-On and Jung In as rumored star in Yumi Cell's season two, that's instant. That's instant. I'll follow along. Wasn't no it... questions asked. It's not Jung In, isn't it? 
It's Park Junye In is rumored. Park Bo Gum is the one that's being rumored. We're it's Junye In. We're deviating. Hold on. We're deviating. Yes, anyway. Deviating. But it's after, very important. After. 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 Deviating. That's my own segment. Back yes. to the main storyline. De- deviating. Back to the main. All right. <laughs> so, for us, because we know how much control cable networks like TV, like TVN, KBS, uh, TVN, JTBC, TV Choson, um, Netflix, have so much control over the scheduled release of these programs, right? More so yeah. than all of the other channels, than the KBS, SBS, MBC, like the public channels. Those are much harder to control because there's so much going on. For a, for a private cable network to not think of giving some allowance on that it's very very um parang, wait I, I need to say it in english because not everyone here speaks in tagalog um it's very um sayang but it's not wasteful because like the translation to that is, is wasteful but not sayang, but not wasteful it's very um um how do i say it hard <laughs> It's it's there's wasted the potential the potential to like really bring out the best in this type of drama was was gone. I'm so sorry. We haven't <sighs> talked about the subtle plot points like you had um it was implied that Chehui was LGBTQ plus. Yeah. You ever discussed that? It was also good. Um yeah. there was a the line of um, existentialism when it came to the grannies when they were talking about oh we were beautiful back then but now we're here and then um, Hemonim who is the Hemonim <laughs> of everyone Hemony pala Hemony sorry Hemony it's the Hemony of everyone in drama land especially the Opas um, she was content with life even though she went through a lot um, taking care of her own son and now taking care of Dushik. Taking mm-hmm. she took care of Dushik when when things went sour um, in his past. So yeah, there's so much good good stuff here. Actually, it's just that as as Chrissy already mentioned, there's just so much going on, and you had to depend on the trope that you have to solve one issue per episode right so if it would if you would have extended past 20 or okay fine 20 episodes would have been a good pace they could have yeah. done it I think or a weekend drama yeah i'm like i was like watching it i go guys is this in Grey's anatomy where you can do like one patient's problem every episode because it's not it doesn't <laughs> you're, it's not multi-serial it's not multi-season yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not like in the US, guys, where um you can spend time developing an entire episode. Are we talking to the writers and producers? I think we're chastising them now. No, it's just <laughs> okay. If you okay, this is what I'm gonna say to all writers in general who are doing this, whether it's US or not. You, there are so many ways to showcase your dramas right now, whether it's short form, long form, 30 minute, one hour, mini movie, mini series. There are so many different ways of doing it. Unless you you have to know already how to pace it and how to balance it out. Because people now, I mean, especially during the lockdown, we've consumed a lot. We can tell a lot. We can like gauge our. We can gauge pacing pretty well. Hard and I have never studied um, film theater. Or, We've never yeah. done film. I mean, I've done theater, which is completely different, actually. Um, but we have not studied film, TV, or anything um, formally. This is all just based on what we watch, and we can already see certain things already. It's, it's you pick it up. So eventually, there are going to be more of more like us who've picked it up. And we can te- we can we can easily tell like whether something is paced strong or not, it, or it, when it, something feels right, or like yes. this is good television. This is a good story. Want to pick up? Yeah, and there's watch. no yeah. It's very rare that we say that there is a drama that we would never recommend to someone. It's always who 
who would benefit from watching this right now? What type of audience? What type of person? We very rarely on this show or in our conversations or in our recommendations with our friends said, um, I would never recommend this show to anyone. We very rarely say that. Very, very. And even rare that both of us say the same show. That we will like automatically say no to, to like the same thing. Usually we have different um, ideas, but we never say like this one. Definitely no one should ever watch this. We've never said that. There's an audience for your writing in whatever form, but you have to like get your writing to show that true potential. You have to get it to its best potential, whether it's short form or long form. I mean, take Squid Game, for example. That was originally meant to be a movie. Thank God he made it into a, into a series instead. All of those games in, in a two-hour movie, that would have been like too much info overload. It would be a, been a, a, a spectacle, like a short, yeah, spectacle. Like, wow. We would have been able to understand half, everything. Yeah, two and a half hours, wow. That would have been like, oh my gosh, like Hunger Games to the max. But because... Hunger he, Games has three movies. Yeah, but so. uh, okay. The point was the whole game finished in... The, the 74th Hunger Games finished in one movie. Okay, yes. so uh, okay. so Squid Game would have been like one movie, that annual thing. So, I mean, it it it's a testament to changing it to series. The, the director did a, the, the the director writer made a very good choice of changing it to make it into a series to showcase each game individually was a very smart decision, and it was a good thing that Netflix has the ability to do that. To give that freedom to the writer director to do it, but that's why it really depends. Hometown Chacha, I think, could have done very well in like a longer format. I think they just compacted too much in such a short amount of time. They should have been given a few more episodes. For that's me, <laughs> that's done. And writer names take notes. For the rest of the production, um. It's pretty spot on. I like the color palette. I think that's one thing that a lot of people would say. Oh, it's really, really good. Um, you very had healing. Pantone-ish, um, <laughs> the color grading in the series. Especially that pink sky. She was, she was wearing a pink dress and they were on the beach. That was probably one of the pivotal moments. Also, the use of blacks when when uh, Dushik was depressed. He was... He, from colorful flannel shirts and and various types of jeans, I've never seen so much production jean wear in my life. He suddenly started team, wearing black. Production team, style team, you did re- did really well on hometown chacha, very well. Keep getting them checks, sponsorships, keep getting them checks. Th- My gosh, is, such this expensive is, yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, this is where I could say that the whole control thing we kept saying throughout the series were, were like, they controlled it a little too much, they, yeah. right? This is where I could say that controlling the production, the, the styling and the of the clothes, the, the landscape, the coloring, that worked very well. Actually, that was one of the positive things because they could have yeah, gone way so too far in mid Yeah. Because the control for that, I think, was just right. Because if not, it could have been too caricature or too over the top. Like some, mm. admittedly, weekday dramas are like as well. So I think they controlled it very well for this. From the from the from the styling of the clothes to the to the whether they were from the city or from the country, from the landscapes, the buildings, everything. It was very much more controlled. We haven't even talked about the soundtrack yet because we have Romantic Sunday, which is something that every little kid has already learned because my girlfriend actually showed me a clip <laughs> of kids singing the song. Uh, you also have um, some excellent picks here like Seung Min of Stray Kids, Kim Jae Won, Sandyol, Cheese. And Cassie, you also, and you also had Lee Sang Yi um, sing a song. Um, it would have been great if Kim Seung Ho actually um, sang a song as well. I think Shin Minna also sings, but I digress. So pretty good soundtrack, pretty good pacing. 
Um, oh, I mean, overall, guys, for for uh, Homecraft Asia, and we haven't even gone into the city versus town narrative. Should we dive into that though before we give our final thoughts? Um, just just to show uh, something short. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess the only thing that. Well, unfortunately, I can't help but compare it to when the Camilla blooms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this one, it was just a little hard because it was like Sex in the City had come to the had come to the country and was not ready to let go of the city. So I was like, I'm like, I get it. You're yeah, not ready yeah. to let go of the city, but you have to like start embracing it, lady. You're you're you've you've chosen to live here, unless you're so leaving. We again. have to focus on the fact all of the story started because this this story could never have happened if Hyejin did not go through a crisis with her career and yeah. lifestyle and decided to move to out of a whim by the way because she she yeah. suddenly from nowhere decided oh I'm going back to Gongjin to establish a yeah. clinic if it the story would never have happened if she did not decide on that and it's because of that whimsical uh decision that is it? Remember, try to we let's try to remember that her reason for going there was because she saw something in the papers that um, small time clinics that go to to um, um, small seaside towns or country town countryside do well, countryside do well very well and are actually starting to form quote unquote the backbone of yeah. the industry. Um. I, I think the reason was because you saw you you can't help but see it throughout the series. The comparison between how Chief Hong like quickly shed his city life and like just dove into it and tried to hide. And yeah. her and they were both escaping. But her, she also did this she also tried to do the same thing, but it was like she was so reluctant to do it. It felt like almost like she was forcing herself to do it. You get? So yeah. she was like so it was it's kind not of really hard to watch. intentions too. Like she yeah, did yeah, have yeah. a yeah, story yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, nah, like we saw right away why she was moving there, and then we got it. It just felt a little bit like we knew it was whim. We knew it was like on a whim and everything. But I guess I was like, she, she was still, she was still so unsure, which kind of made me feel like is her character that um, undecisive, indecisive, or is it just because of this? Fast. She's a hothead. Yeah. yeah, she's a hothead. She's like on on the on the cuff type of decision making, and then you have Chief Hong, who's like like the deep dives, and then you have no idea anything about him anymore, <laughs> right? So it's like complete opposite. It's so funny you mentioned deep dives and you don't know where you're going. <laughs> no, that you don't. No, not not where not you don't know where you're going. You don't know where he came from. Like he just deep dived into oh, the yeah, yeah. and no one knows. Where. I didn't say deep dive in. I said like. He deep dive God. <laughs> like you don't know anything about him. <laughs> like he shows up, no one knows what happened to him back then. Like he just shows shows up, doesn't talk, and everyone just accepts it. Which is very weird for a small town. And then she comes in and everyone wants to know everything about her and share it with every single person. I was like, wow. Is it because he came from there and she's not? Is it like because he's from there and she's an outsider? Like, I don't know. Like it's been a long time since I've lived in a in a small town, guys. I mean, I used yeah, to live in like. We, we, we kind of see the dichotomy, the more of the dichotomy. Was of... it a girl and guy thing? Like, is it just because he's a guy and she's a girl that that's how they treat people who Ooh. come back like that? I can't yeah, that, tell. That, that's a very interesting thought process. Probably because also Dushik was a hermit basically when he came back, and it took him a while to quote unquote heal and start. Well, he did explain that. When people started asking help from him, that's when he realized that this is my purpose, this is what I can do, and this is how I can heal myself. That's why he became Chief Hong. Um, yeah. It was his way to atone as well for his... Yeah. his... Meanwhile, here, Jin is just... <laughs> like, okay, clinic. Okay, how do I do... I don't even know how to market myself. I don't even know how to get along with these people, which apparently Nissan does better. Her assistant <laughs> better than the main character, and then for this is this is, okay. I'm going off tangent, but yeah. this is so funny because Mison starts inculcating herself better with the townsfolk. <laughs> to the point that Mison is like, "Where's Mison and Hyejin? I thought they were best friends." And then towards the end of the series, she's got gallivanting off with her boyfriend, the cop, and then 
he had Jaden. Like, they're two different. Like, they used to be attached to the hip because yeah, they're yeah, 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 yeah. Towards the end, it's like, what the hell? They're not, it's just, they're not talking anymore. It's well, so okay. I, I will say this. I will say this is my final thought on the whole, on, on all of that. I felt like it was also, a little, I'm going to go a little existential here. I'd be like, it's very weird that the, the, t- the town kind of like tried to um, approach both of them the exact same way. Like trying yeah, to get yeah. them involved in the community, try to get them distracted and everything. And we might as well include Dushik here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that um, Chief Hong's uh, situation, that type of attempt, that type of like, uh, uh, what's the word? That type of um, going back, going back. No, no, home, no, so no, 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 no. That type of um, uh process right or not process the um shoot that exercise that the that the that the town does how to try and get him out of his shell or involve them that works for what happened with chief hong okay that works for someone in chief hong's situation guy or girl but with her sorry with the dentist the doctor with hejin with hejin that type, that same attempt, this will not work with someone in that situation. It actually might turn them off even more because she's not there to hide or to sink into a deep hole of the of despair, right? That she needs to be pulled out of the shell. There, she's not hiding from anyone, okay? She's like trying to figure out a new way, try to navigate. Being told to be to integrate right away is not actually like too quickly like it works on situations like with chief hong but not with hejin so i think that's actually like an existential way of like guys if you see it just because it works with one person doesn't in this situation that doesn't mean it's going to work with another person who just moved into town and you think is the, is the same you have to like approach about it. I think they were trying to do it with Hyajin during the part early episodes. Yes, that's why you you noticed that they did the exact same thing. Dushik was the one leading because it, that was his experience. Yes, exactly. But you have to see it that she was not running away because of because she made a mistake. She was running away because she needed a new start and was not running away yes, from a yes. problem. She was running away because she was in a situation that she wanted a fresh start. It's different from him where he where something happened, something traumatic happened and he wanted to escape and come home. And come home. That's the other thing. He was coming home. She was not coming home. <laughs> she was making a home. She was making a home, completely different. So it's like you're trying to assimilate her too fast to something that she definitely is not used to. Again, city versus country there so i mean like yeah that's my existential ending for the day <laughs> and that's why it's we can't stop comparing it to the weekend dramas and when the camellia blooms <laughs> overall chrissy uh good starter yeah. drama yeah it's a good um, starter lots drama of, lots of good questions about mental health for people who like start you will like this drama it is a good follow-up oh, yes. from startup yeah AKA startup 2.0 without the with a weaker with a weaker rival. <laughs> the rival is not the main character. It's just we, the second lead. You went, are not the character. We went from AI high tech digital city to beachside country. <laughs> and it's still the same character. And it's still the same character. <laughs> the girl and the girl is well, the girl is kind of the same also, but that's the uh, you can we can say uh, we did talk about it, but th- they are kind of the same. So they are kind of yeah. similar. They Start are kind of similar. Final verdict: Startup 2.0. 2.0. Yeah, that's basically it. Without the AI. Recommend? Yeah. Yes, but was it our thing? Not really. Not really. Yeah. And if you have that. watched weekend dramas, you. Okay, weekend dramas. Your, if you've watched weekend dramas, take off your weekend drama hmm. hat when you watch it for sure. And you'll be partly and, and, satisfied. No, and and then you won't. No, maybe more. You won't. You you'll stop comparing. I mean, I couldn't help it because I was watching some weekend dramas at the same time. I couldn't help comparing. So. Do you think it's a uh, top ten for the year? 
Um, in terms of the list. Okay, in ter- personally, um, for what I think personally, my personal list, no. But in terms of like in general for everyone else, if to recommend, yes, it would be on like my top one to recommend to someone else, um, whether I liked it or not, because I think it, I think there is an audience for it. There are people who will appeal to it. Okay, so yeah, so for people who ask, you cannot ask me what my top 10 list of all time is because it's always going to depend, is it to recommend or because I will always keep watching it. Very different lists. <laughs> very, very, very different lists. I have the same thing for me because I'm of the same notion that Chrissy, me, Chrissy and I just watch K-drama differently. I have different tastes from other people, but we do understand that mo- that most people who ask us for recommendations, they have they they like dramas such as Hometown Cha Cha. Yes, we would definitely recommend Hometown Cha 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 if you like if you like startup. If you like yeah, startup, if you, you like startup. Have an idea of what this if drama like, is about. If you like startup, crash landing, Secretary Kim, yes. you will like this. You will like Hometown Cha Cha. And that that's the review and mostly critique of Startup 2.0. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Do watch out for future episodes. Um, we will we will probably take a little break. Yeah, because it's Christmas, guys. Um, and we will just send out the. We had we have list. a few episodes. I think that we've pre-recorded. I'm not sure if we still have them. Maybe we can release one of those. Uh, we'll just put like a. I'm not sure if we have that. We don't have we I don't know if we yeah. have them. Okay. Alright. It's okay. Maybe, <laughs> the, I know, maybe the next episode we do will just be like a roundup of twenty twenty one. We'll see. But it not might not come for a while because we want to see like what there are a few dramas premiering actually in December, so we have to see that see those as well. But those will more yeah, give us exactly. an indication of because so those, never yeah, but those will be more of an indication for 2022 because that'll fall under the 2022 ca- category a little bit more. Um, so do expect our top lists soon. If not, if not in December, maybe in January. Yeah, we'll see. Because yeah, yeah, heart has work. I have work. I have to finish hey, assessments. Guys, anyway, guys, <laughs> enjoy. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Annyeong! Annyeong! Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hali Hali Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and came out a much better fan. Do you have any comments, suggestions, K-pop theories, K-drama ships, and the like? Drop them on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash show or tweet us at show. Tune in next week for another dose of fanboying slash fangirling here in our pod. Annyeong!